for all the brothers and sisters who joined from various places and those who have joined together today as new welcome to the um good shepherd family and this is the time that we're going to listen to the word of god and let's today even as the lord has been ministering to us for the past uh, two weeks today's the third week be on the alert we heard a um, week before last on the same subject be on the alert this the time of birth span has started each and every last week the lord spoke to us that be on the alert and be ready and um, lord spoke to us from luke chapter 12 and how or what we should be doing to be ready but today the lord speaks from the same point be on the alert this season is a season where the lord is uniting the hearts and minds of the people this season is a season the lord is pouring out his revelation his word into the hearts and minds of his people this season is a season the lord is ready he's preparing his children he's preparing his church for what is lying ahead but for today let's look into james chapter 5 verse 7 and 8 James chapter 5 verse 7 and 8 says, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the law. The farmer waits for the precious produce of the soil, <clears throat> being patient about it, until it gets early and late right. You too be patient, strengthen your heart, for the coming of the Lord is near. In the കർത്താവിന്റെ പ്രത്യക്ഷത വരെ ദീർഘക്ഷമയോടെ ഇരിപ്പിൻ കൃഷിക്കാരൻ ഭൂമിയുടെ വിലയേറിയ ഫലത്തിന് കാത്തുകൊണ്ട് മുൻമഴയും പിന്മഴയും അതിന് കിട്ടുവോളം ദീർഘക്ഷമയോടെ ഇരിക്കുന്നുവല്ലോ നിങ്ങളും ദീർഘക്ഷമയോടെ ഇരിപ്പിൻ നിങ്ങളുടെ ഹൃദയം സ്ഥിരമാക്കുവിൻ കർത്താവിന്റെ പ്രത്യക്ഷത സമീപിച്ചിരിക്കുന്നു as the coming of the lord is near the believers his followers or disciples needs one quality and that is patience shema avashyamulla oru kaalagattathana nam irikkunnu as those who have passed through passing through or have passed through a time of um, quarantine you will understand how difficult it is and how impatient you become but those who are not passing through yet those who are you know in work from home more like me understand we become so impatient because you can't go to the house but those who are even going to the office you understand how difficult it is to work in this in the office condition now suddenly you find people have become very arrogant and very hostile and it's very difficult those who are doing business you understand how impatient you become because the working environment the business environment it itself has changed so everything points to one factor the present time that we are in is a very typical time that we all need much of patience the key verse tells us that be patient be patient like a farmer and here it tells how a farmer is patient a farmer after putting his seed in the ground he waits patiently for the early rain then he waits patiently 
for the latter rain, for the late rain. In between these two rains, he has to again wait patiently for his crop to sprout, for his crop to grow. There is a natural process in which rains will come, and there is a natural process in which seed will sprout. <clears throat> the farmer cannot accelerate it by becoming impatient. This is something that the Spirit of God wants us to understand. We becoming impatient is not going to accelerate the process. Namal, Shema Illatavarai Thurnudu Konda, Namal Ayrikin the process in a accelerate Ivan, Vega the Ulaka Namka Patatilla, Katavinda Varevine, Korchavud Nuvega Tilaka Namka Patatilla, Hallelujah, Kaninachan Namuk under the valley, Varichay in the Konda, Namade, Jeeva the Tinde, Dirket or Rumanikur Kota Namka Patilla. As we saw last week, by getting worried, you cannot increase even one hour to your lifespan. Therefore, the Lord spoke to us. Without hypocrisy, let us have integrity. Without fear, let us have love. Without greed, let us be holy. Without worrying, let us develop the habit of trusting. Without unfaithfulness, let us be faithful. That is the process of being ready. But today, the Lord speaks to us one important aspect. Be patient. You know, patience is a virtue. And the Bible says we can add this virtue. If you come with me to 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5 and 7, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue or moral excellence. And to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance or self-control, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity or love. But verse 8 says, if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Second Peter chapter 1, 5, 7 and 8. In Malayalam, please. <clears throat> Hallelujah. You need to understand one thing. The group of things given in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 7 are together. They have to be together for each of us to be fruitful in the knowledge of our Jesus Christ. When we have a fruitful knowledge about Jesus Christ, we know that his coming also is very near. Then only we can be ready to receive him. Then only we can become faithful servants. As we have been hearing the Lord speaking to us continually during this waiting time, do, during this time of birth span, there is a work of the Lord to be done. And as the uh, Pastor Bijo had already spoken, there is a famine that is going to come. We have to become fruitful even in those famine duration. We have to be productive now. We have to be ready now. We have to have the knowledge the understanding about the Lord Jesus Christ. But to give, to get that knowledge and understanding about Jesus Christ, we need faith. Bible says the verse that we read now, you have to add something to your faith. To add something to your faith, I have taken a separate message on it. But one of the important things that you have to add to your faith is patience. We can see the time that we are in are a typical, a very unique time where our patience are growing thin. In Hebrews chapter 6 verse 15 says, And so having patiently waited, Abraham obtained the promise. Having patiently waited, he obtained promise. In the year of 99, only he received his promise. He had to wait patiently. So. Bible tells all these examples 
for every believer to understand that God gives much importance for patience. I want to tell you something. The devil is after us. He is after us in many ways. He may not come against us um, to really destroy us, but he will do one thing. He will try everything to lose our patience. You can see, for example, you don't have to tell me anything. In your own family, how many times you lost your patience? How many times you lost your patience with your children? How many times you lost your patience with your spouse? How many times you lost your patience with your neighbors? How many times you lost your patience? It's your bosses in your company. Hallelujah. How many times you lost your patience with the system, the government, and the authorities? Understand, this is the work of the evil one. Hallelujah. You know, a loose tongue, a momentary action out of emotion might lose a lot of things, a lot of things. Hallelujah. I just want to share something from my own life. There was a time when, when you know, I went through in, in my early life of faith. I went through a time when the Lord really tested me. The Lord, Lord really molded me. He broke me down. He broke my ego. And second time, my company terminated me. Second time, you need to understand that. And Gigi was back in India with Sam after giving birth to Sam. And I sent a... My CV to almost 100 companies. I still remember the number. 100 companies, more than that. I sent my CV. Nobody called me. The only company called me is the same company that I work now. But you know what happened? Ego. Should I go to a place which has um, terminated me twice? Should I do, do this? And so much of ego. Unless I say yes to them, I cannot get the my passport back and I cannot apply for the visa for my wife and child to come back here. So many things are hanging there. But I knelt down before the Lord. Days and days together, at least for two weeks I prayed. Lord molded me. He started breaking my ego. And finally I said yes. But I stand before you as a testimony to tell you. When I look back now, because I said yes to it, what we are in today is there. We all would be saved in some way or the other. God will not stop that. But the ministry which God wanted to happen in his own manner, in his own design, happened because I wanted to show, I had to show, I have shown patience. I'm not saying that I was patient. I was very impatient. I was unwilling to accept that offer. I was very egoistic. But God brought me down. When God brought me down, what happened is over a period of time, I never understood anything in, in that time, at that time. But over a period of time, God brought in something which he wanted to bring in. My dear brothers and sisters, in each of your life, God has a specific plan. God has a definite plan. You are in this place, in this season, by the definite plan of God. None of you are out of the plan of God. You have come to this meeting today to listen to this message by the specific plan of God. You may not be there tomorrow. You may not come next week. But today you are there to listen to the plan of God by the specific purpose of God. Therefore, I want to tell you, being patient is so important in the presence of God. So important. Many people, <clears throat> um, you know, find that it's difficult to forgive. It is difficult to be patient. I have to speak out. But you see, God wants it to be a conqueror. God wants it to be a victor, not a failure. To be a victor, to be a conqueror, you need patience. You need patience. In the Bible, when we read these two verses, that is James chapter 5, 7 and 8, and Hebrews chapter 6, verse 15, this talks about two different kinds of patience. Patience are two different categories. One is patience towards people or persons. Second is patience towards things or circumstances. We can see that in the case of Abraham, his circumstance, he is 99 years old. 
and his wife is very old and he had a lot of wealth with him. There is nobody to take over this wealth and his circumstances is pressurizing, pressurizing him. Hallelujah. But you see, in the other case, in the case of um, James, we can see there is people. Yeah, I'm, I'm not no time to discuss. If you go through the context in James chapter five, talks about the the various attitude of various people towards other people. So this is people. It, it could be people who make you impatient. It could be circumstances that make you impatient. But my dear child of God, God has a greater purpose for you. He expects you to be patient. Let before I move from here. In the verse that we read in 2 Peter, you can see just before patience, what is to be added? He said, add to your faith virtue, and then comes knowledge, then comes temperance, self-control. So patience and self-control go hand in hand. When you don't have patience, you lose your self-control. And when your self-control is lost, you know, the first thing what the world will say, what kind of a man is he? He says to be a believer. He says to know Christ. He says to be a Christian. No patience, no self-control. Hallelujah. Let the name of a good Lord be not defamed because our lack of self-control and patience. You see, um, in, in the verse, the key verse that we read, verse 8 says, you too be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. As we heard the word of the Lord about the coming famine, we need to strengthen our hearts. You know, sometimes when we think about our children, we get a burden in our heart. I'm talking about me and Jiji. Our children are in three various countries. And when are we going to meet them? But we need the patience, the peace of Christ to come. So that we can be able to strengthen our hearts. If we want to establish our heart, we need to be people who have patience in our lives. Now, the Lord spoke about his coming in Luke chapter 12. Same thing is echoed here in James chapter 5. Coming of the Lord is near. I want to speak to you a few things about this particular subject. Coming of the Lord is so near. Bible talks about a different, talks this subject in a different way in various places. In the second Peter chapter 3 verse 3 says, um, Know this first of all, that in the last days, the rest of the things I'll take separately. Last days. Talks about last days. Second Timothy 3.2 also says, but realize this, that in the last days. Hallelujah. But the Lord himself said, the Lord will come like a <clears throat> thief <clears throat> in the night. He would come like a thief in the night. <clears throat> in Second Peter 3.10 says, the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. <clears throat> and again, <clears throat> sorry, in Revelations chapter 16, verse 15, Revelations chapter 16, verse 15 says, Behold, I am coming like a thief. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2 says, For you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the light. Just night. Sister, can you please read 2 Peter 3.10, Revelation 16.15, 1 Thessalonians 5.2. Three verses. 2 Peter 3.10. Karthavati divisamo, kallane pole vittu, anna agasham, kodu mulukkathor. Madhi, madhi, karthavati divisam, kallane pole vittu. Revelation 16.15, mulipadu padanar padanich. Nyan kallane pole vittu. ഒന്ന് 
last days, second, like a thief in the night. My dear brothers and sisters, it is so serious to understand that these are the last days. And in these days, the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Lucas in the Association, Pandana Matthiayatende, Anbati Ara Bakim. The Lord says, Why don't you discern? Why don't you discern? Hallelujah. He said, Why do you not analyze this present time? Hallelujah. Can you read that? Tabidipitikare, Bumide, Agasitine, Pavate, Vivejipan, Ningalka Aria. Continue. Why not analyze this present time? So the by the question, Jesus is telling them, you need to analyze this time. Hallelujah. These are the last times. Revelations, Velibad, Padanar, and Padanjilu, one of the lowest in Anjit and Andil, Katao Brainu, Yan Kalane Polatande, Verum, Hallelujah. We know Lucas in Sushestu of the Vecta Matakadu, our knowledge of Puchinamakarila. Our render particular is Sametolo. This season has two specialities. Number one, these are the end times. Number two, the Lord will come in these times like a thief in the night. Hallelujah. Are we ready? Jesus himself said, How, what man is going to come like a thief? In Luke chapter 17, Verse 27 talks about the day Noah entered the ark. Luke chapter 17, verse 29 says, The day Lot left Sodom. Luke chapter 17, verse 30 says, The day the Son of Man will appear. Luke 17, 27, 29, 30, maybe in English. One or two verses here, but just read that, please. No, her petagatil kadana nalvere. Our tinum could Vivaham Karsim, Vivahatin Kodutum Pomo. Our elavrim mudichalano. Nothing of the Sambochu polim thane, our tinum could be a victim, natum panism pono. And now, low the soda vetanalil, Agasatan the Nathim, then the compaida, elavrim mudichalano. Manshaputrin put in the nalil, Avandam thane agu. Amen. There are three days mentioned. And first of all, I wanted to take note of these three days. These three days are important. The Lord is not going to come over a period of time. For example, the trumpet is going to sound on a Sunday. Angels are going to come on a Monday. And the Lord is come, going to come on a Tuesday. And then we are going to be gathered on a Wednesday. And we are going to be there in the heavens in the midair on Thursday. It's not like that. Bible says very clearly, twinkling of an eye. Praise the Lord. That verse is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Because Jesus is going to come like the flashing of a light, like flashing of a lightning. In the twinkling of an eye, Jesus is going to come. But these three references in Luke 17, 27, 29, and 30 tells us the specific city of his coming. All these process, the trumpet sounding, angels coming and gathering, and Jesus' coming, and the believers being taken up with him, all these things are going to happen in the twinkling of an eye. So this is not a process where we are going to get time to think. We will not get time to think. We will not get time to act. We are not going to get time to react also. We will never get a time. First Corinthians 15, 52 says, In an instance, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, 
Hallelujah. Jesus is going to come. We are going to be taken up. However, the main question is, are we ready? So let me speak it very clearly. The end times has two, two specific qualities. This time the Lord will come and the coming of him will be in the twinkling of an eye. Now what happened in the time of Noah? Noah was building the ark. <clears throat> Bible scholars say over an year. People were mocking at him. They were making fun of him. However, Noah didn't react to their mocking. Noah didn't react whenever they made fun of him. But if they came, the Lord said, get into the ark. When Noah and his family and all the animals got into the ark, heavy rains came. Nobody saw it. You understand that? Nobody saw rain in those times. Nobody knew what a flood means. Nobody knew how all these things are going to happen. Something which they have not seen happened then. Again, coming back to the time of Lot. Before Lot left in Sodom and Gomorrah, they gave for marriage. They took their, uh, their, uh, their spouses for their children. Life was smooth. Life was very cool. They never thought sulfur is going to be rained from heaven. Everything was smooth all of a sudden. All of a sudden, something special, something strange happened. Hallelujah. Bible says very clearly, similar will be the case when Jesus Christ also comes. Everything will be the same. Everything will be the same. Hallelujah. Nothing is going to change. But suddenly, the people in the world will find a strange thing happening that many are missing. Many people are not there. <clears throat> Maybe unbelievers will be traveling in a bus. The driver is a believer. He is not there. Look at this reference in 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3. Um, it says in verse 3 onwards. Know this first of all. That in the last days mockers will come. With their mocking. Following after their own lust. And saying. Where is the promise of his coming? Ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. People will say, you people say that Christ is coming. Where is he coming? Everything is just the same. Just from the day of creation until now, things are the same. Hallelujah. But one thing they don't understand, Christ's coming will be a sudden occurrence and it will be like brimstone of sulfur rain from heaven and burned the the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah just like floods came from under the earth and rains came from above the sky and then flooded the whole land in the same manner in the same manner let me repeat it the Lord Jesus is going to appear in the twinkling of an eye his saints are going to be taken out from this place if it is so, hallelujah, what we need. Let's please open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 36. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36. It says, for you have need of endurance, patience, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. Let's read verse 37 in, in continuation. For yet in a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. Sister, please read that in Malayalam. Devishtam chayda vaudhitam prabhipan sahishnada ningalka avisham. Inni etraim alpakalam kainjita varivani ulavarim tamasikim illa. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews also says we need patience because the one who promised to come will come. Hallelujah. Therefore, what we are supposed to do is in Hebrews 10 verse 39. We are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but of those who have faith to the preserving of the soul. Why, Chate? 39. Amen. 
Now, when we talk about these verses, Bible also tells us something else. Because the, the time is the end times, because the coming of the Lord is going to be a momentary incident, we have to be very, very careful, very, very careful because of something else also. I'm going to read you four verses. First verse, Revelations chapter 1 verse 3. Revelations chapter 1 verse 3 says the time is near. Now, the next three verses, when we read it, we may think it's for people who do not know the Lord. No, it's for everybody. It's for everybody. Genesis chapter 4, verse 7, Revelations chapter 3, verse 20, James chapter 5, verse 9. Ulpati Nalinda Edu, Velipada Moon in the Edibadum, Yakova Anchinda Wunbadum, Vadilkel Nilkuna Moon of Yetical Kutubarin. Hardly. Let me repeat Genesis chapter four seven, Revelation chapter three twenty, James chapter five nine talks about three people who are at the door. And we have to understand who is at the door. To understand that the time is so near. These are the end times. Christ can come at the twinkling of an eye. Therefore, I need to be ready. Genesis 4, 7 says, sin is crouching at the door. Revelation 3.20 says, Jesus is at the door. James chapter 5, 9 says, the judge is at the door. Please read, sister. The devil is at the door. Jesus is at the door. Judge is at the door. Now, where does the judge come here? You know, Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 says, It is appointed for men to die once, and after this comes judgment. Acts 17.31 says, He has fixed a day in which he will judge the world. Now, I want to tell you this in the context of two sudden deaths that I faced in the past 10 days time. One, we all know, Brother Vinny. He was there with us in the fellowship, passed away. Second is my own cousin, brother's mother-in-law. She was just 58 years old, but suddenly passed away. Both of them were believers. Both of them were baptized. Both of them wait, were waiting for the law. Both of them were separated due to massive heart attack. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter whether you're a believer or a non-believer. When the Lord calls you, you have to be departing from this world. We don't know whether it is today or tomorrow. But whether it is today or tomorrow, the time is near for the coming of the Lord. Before you are departed from this world, your account with the Lord must be clean. Hallelujah. So when, when, a, when a person dies, there is only one thing remaining judgment judgment that is why i said devil is at the door jesus is at the door who are you going to invite into your heart the devil which is sin comes in various forms hallelujah and one form is impatience hallelujah another form is sin of various nature but one of the biggest problem that jesus said is un Forgiveness. I am so concerned about people who carry unforgiveness in their heart. If your departure from this world happens tonight, hallelujah, will you appear before the Lord when he comes? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Peter Horobin, I shared it on Tuesday Bible study, says like this, forgiveness does not make any sense until we understand 
the fact that forgiveness is an act of love and never an act of justice. We need to understand the difference between forgiveness and justice. Chemikula and the Varinada Namalur sense on Nakanamingi, Namalamanisila Kandavur Tatumunda, Chemikinada Niniuda Ananda Valamala, other Snehatin Ananda Valaman. Namulkedra to Chedo Riveti, Jimmy Chirikimotane, Namalamumbil or Lopotane, Amitur Chemikanaka Pangarapada, because we want justice to be done. <coughs> because whatever that fellow has done is injustice, we cannot forgive. But forgiveness is not an act of justice. It is an act of love. You know what Jesus did on the cross? On the cross, he forgave us. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says, God demonstrates his own love towards us. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He never waited for justice to be done. God never waited for justice to be done. In his son, he forgave us. Even when we were sinners, if he forgave us, how much more we should forgive people who have done things against us because time is near. Because these are the last days. And because he will come like a thief in the night. And because uh, the devil is at the door, Jesus is at the door. Hallelujah. Unforgiveness in the devil and Amada Vadikanikam, Hadayat and Vadikanikimbo. Yes, Hallelujah. Samathana Ungunda, Shemimba, whom will you receive? When the devil stands at the door of a heart with unforgiveness, Hallelujah, and Jesus stands at the door of a heart with patience and forgiveness, whom will you get into your heart? Accordingly, you will face the judge. He is also standing at the door because the same Jesus who is at your door today will stand in the next moment at your door as a judge. He is the judge. He is going to judge the whole universe. Hallelujah. But decision is yours and mine. What will we decide? Hallelujah. You know, in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12 says, you will not be sluggish. But imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Sahodrangale, Vishwasatodim, Chemeodim, Waktatangale Prabik in the Vrede, Anivarigalai Tiranam and Lodano, Deyuvajanam, Namale Kurchit, the Shikinada. So this is the message, the background of the message the Lord wants to talk to us. But let me conclude the message with three important points. When I said the Bible says this is the last days, 2 Peter 3 3 says, Know this first of all, in the last days, mockers will come. Mockers will come. In 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 2 says, Realize this that in the last days, difficult times will come. Jude 1 18 says, Mockers will come. In the last time. Hallelujah. What are they mocking? Number one, they mock. You guys are telling coming of the Lord is coming. The Jesus Christ is coming. Where is he coming? Second, he mocks at our faith. They mock at our faith and make all things which are contrary to a faith life. Hallelujah. I want to take your attention to the same verse that I read on Wednesday. In James chapter, Jude chapter 1, sorry, and verse 18. Jude chapter 1, verse 18 says, um, so that in the last time there will be mockers following after their own ungodly just. These are those, the ones who cause divisions, worldly minded, devoid of the spirit. Hallelujah. These are the mockers. Now, we can be a party to it. You know, the Lord never stops us. We can be a party to these mockers. Also, let me read um, from um, 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy is also, it says difficult times. It talks about a version of mockers. But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. 
men will be lovers of self lovers of money boastful arrogant rivalrous but when it comes down it says treacherous reckless lovers of pressure hallelujah brutal haters of good you know today when i was talking to some of our brothers i then on the whatsapp i saw two a very tragic examples in kerala one is this priest who died he was in the hospital he is he contracted a covid in the hospital when his body was to be buried people objected because they were afraid and this man who came from dubai he his neighbors was chanting at his house because he had covid they suspected him having covid is it not a brutality the world is brutal this is end times this is full of mockers well, what does the lord expect of us keep all the messages that we spoke up to now in your mind his coming is very near we have to have patience when these mockers around us mock at us they mock our faith <coughs> they mock the word of god we have to be people of patience because god has a different plan for us and let me take your attention to this in matthew 17 and verse 21 jesus spoke to his disciples if you have faith like a mustard seed you will speak to this mountain and this mountain will be moved in luke 17 verse 16 jesus said if you have faith like a mustard seed you will speak to this mulberry tree and this mulberry tree will be uprooted and be planted in the sea hallelujah the mulberry tree he is talking about a tree that lives for more than 600 years a tree that has got a very vast root system jesus said that tree with all its very vast root system will be plucked from its root and will be planted in the sea provided your patience in the midst of these last days where all kinds of difficult people mockers surround us they mock our faith they mock our godly life they mock the word of god we have to be patient enough to stand there because god doesn't want to count us in the company of mockers he wants to count us in the company of movers hallelujah you and i are going to move things for the lord hallelujah in um isaiah chapter 41 and verse 15 the bible says i have made you a new sharp threshing sledge with the double edges you will thresh the mountains pulverize them and will make the hills like shaft and a kirkana sarodara sahodari devathinte san kayile moorchayulla oru medivendiyaakki ningalil chelare kathav upayogikan aagrahikkumbol kshemayillatha ningalude jeevitham aa paththadiye nashippikkuvan padilla hallelujah you need patience so that the lord could be able to use you like a threshing sledge hallelujah in isaiah 49 and verse 8 the bible says thus says the lord in a favorable time i have answered you in a day of salvation i have helped you i will keep you i will give you for a covenant of the people to restore the land to make them inherit the desolate heritages in the name of jesus christ let me speak to somebody who is hearing me god has a plan to keep you and to use you to restore to certain people whatever they lost hallelujah but because of your impatience because of your lack of faith because of your lack of self control you should not lose this plan of god because if you lose one step the devil is there to catch you hallelujah one more verse let me read you from jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 10 i have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to pluck and to break down to destroy and to overthrow to build and to plant 
ദൈവമക്കളെ ചിലതൊക്കെ കർത്താവിന് വേണ്ടി നടാനുണ്ട് ചിലതൊക്കെ കർത്താവിന് വേണ്ടി പണിയുവാനുണ്ട് മൈ ഡിയർ ബ്രദേഴ്സ് ആൻഡ് സിസ്റ്റേഴ്സ് ചിൽഡ്രൻ ഓഫ് ഗാഡ് there are things to be planted for the lord there are things to be built for the lord there are things to be destroyed for the lord i you and i are the chosen ones of god the coming of the lord is very near uh, these are the end times his time is very near hallelujah mockers are surrounding us are you losing your patience let me tell you hallelujah be in the presence of the lord and i will come to that portion very soon hallelujah bible says in jude chapter 1 verse 20 and 21 build yourselves in your most holy faith in these times how do i get patience i will get patience when i build my faith and build myself in my holy faith in first timothy 119 you can see when paul refers to himenius and alexander talks that they suffered their faith life suffered shipwreck so faith life is equated to a ship if it is a ship it has got some very powerful anchors that anchor number 1 in jude 1 2021 is praying in the holy spirit these are the quarantine times the lord spoke to us earlier my people come and get into your prayer chamber close the door and start praying hallelujah praying in the holy spirit number 2 keep yourselves in the love of god love is something it's an act of your will don't say love is an emotion love is an act of, if you want to love somebody you can love them so keep yourselves in the love of god so that you become a channel of love hallelujah waiting patiently for the mercy of our lord jesus christ to eternal life hallelujah this are the anchor to keep your faith intact hallelujah to keep your self control intact praise the lord but mind you you are a mover you're not a mocker praise the lord hallelujah when we go through the bible hallelujah again the bible says very clearly you know in deuteronomy chapter 1 <clears throat> there is a verse which really took my complete attention in verse 2 it says it is 11 days journey from horeb by the way of mount seir to kadesh barnea i did a detailed study of these chapters in deuteronomy to understand what is the bible talking about this 11 days when you really look at it from the day they got out from egypt israelites got out from egypt until the day they came to mount horeb <clears throat> it was about 395 days then from there <clears throat> they started their journey to kadesh barnea it was another 11 days added after reaching kadesh barnea they sent spies to spy the land of canaan the promised land for 40 days so if you add all these things together you're talking about some 461 days from the day they started their exodus from the day they got out of egypt 461 days they are ready to enter into the promised land can you believe this one year and three months or 15 months after they got out of egypt god's children are ready to enter canaan hallelujah but you see what happened they could not believe the promise of god because they could not believe the promise of god they lost their patience they said all oh, these years we have been eating this manna all these years we didn't we were thirsty for water they became very impatient this is and now you're showing us a land which has got big walls big fortresses you're showing us a land with huge giants they became impatient i said we are not going to get into this place hallelujah but there were two people who were very patient they said no my brothers that's not the way it is to be seen god spoke to us something yes he took us this much time but when he took us this much time he was preparing us he was molding us this time of waiting of one year or 15 months was not a time of waste 
this time of waiting was not a time of waste. God was redeeming us. God was preparing us. Therefore, we are very confident after coming to the edge of our promise, we are definitely going to capture it. We are definitely going to enter that land provided we trust the Lord. We move patiently with the Lord. If the Lord is with us, we are going to enter into that promised land. Listen, we are going to be conquerors. We are not going to be mockers. We are going to be moors. Hallelujah. But they never believed. So what happened is, in Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 14 says, From Kadesh Barnea to the brook of Sirith, 38 years. Hallelujah. So when you count from the day they started and the day they actually ended, it was almost 40 years they took. Something that could have been ended in 15 months of time. Those people took 40 years, not even them, their next generation. You know why? Lack of faith, lack of self-control, lack of patience. They lost the plan and purpose of God. This is exactly what I was telling in comparison to my own life. Hallelujah. That lack of patience would have lost me the plan of God in my life. But God's spirit comes to us and teaches us to receive patience. Now, how do we get it? Two things I want to show you. How do I enter into the patient life that God wants me to enter into? Number one, I said our faith needs to be anchored. Number two, I want to tell you. Commit me to very familiar words. First Peter chapter 5 verse 6. James chapter 4 verse 10. Humble under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord. Hand of God. Presence of God. When we face a problem. Mind you. God is moving with you. It's not you. Your strength. Hand of the Lord is going to give you victory. When you face. People around you, mind you, it's the presence of the Lord that should make you sensitive to what you speak, to how you react. As I told you earlier, patience towards people, patience towards circumstances. Patience towards circumstances. First Peter 5, 6 says, under the mighty hand of God. So many circumstances come against us. We cannot do anything about it. Only the hand of the Lord can move it. You become a mover. When God's hands move with you. When there are mockers around us. There are people around us. It says presence. Humble yourselves under the presence of the Lord. Why? Because wherever you are. God is with you. His presence is with you. Don't speak anything. Which the presence of God cannot tolerate. Hallelujah. Be patient in the presence of God. Be patient under the mighty hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. You will receive patience in abundance. But finally, I want to take you to one whole chapter in the Bible that is dedicated for patience, which is Psalms 37. Please open everybody, the, Bi the Bible, your Bibles, to this chapter in the Bible, which is Psalms 37. First of the verses, do not fret. Because of evildoers. This Psalms deals with the need of patience in the light of apparent success of the wicked. That is from verses 1 to 11. Verses 12 to 22 talks about the need for patience in the light of the final judgment of the wicked. Verses 23 to 33 talks about Encouragement for the righteous. Verses 34 to 40 talks about the renewed call for patience in view of the apparent success of the wicked. Let me take a few verses only from it and tell you the benefit of having patience. Praise the Lord. You will not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. When you excel in patience, you know what to do. 
you will inherit promises. But when you lose your patience, you lose your promises. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Like Abraham, let us inherit promises. But like Israelites, let us not lose our inheritance by impatience and lack of faith. Now, what does this Psalms tell us? Psalms 37, when you come to verse 3, says, Trust in the Lord and keep on doing good. The next portion says, Dwell in the land. Cultivate faithfulness. Verse 5 says, Commit your way to the Lord. Verse 7 says, Rest in the Lord. Verse 9 says, Wait for the Lord. Verse 11 says, Be humble, but the humble will inherit the land. My dear brothers and sisters, trust the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Wait for the Lord. Be humble in the presence of the Lord. You will inherit your promises. Hallelujah. Rest of the Psalm says in verse 23, Steps of a man are established by the Lord. He delights in his way. Verse 26 says, The descendants of such a man will be blessed. Verse 34 says, Wait for the Lord. Keep his way. He will exalt you. He will exalt you to inherit the land. Praise the Lord. Verse 39 says, The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is the strength in time of trouble because they take refuge in him. Today, we're going to pray now. This is the end times, the last times. The coming of the Lord is very near. The coming of the Lord <clears throat> will be very quick. It will be in no time. It will be unexpected. The devil is at the door. Jesus is at the door. The judge is at the door. Hallelujah. Whoever you invite into your heart, accordingly, your judgment will be. Are you ready? If your life is taken today, if you go and meet with your creator today, are you ready to stand before the judgment throne of him? Let me read you 1 First Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 16 onwards. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a loud shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive shall remain, will be caught up together with him, in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Comfort one another with these words. Shall we please stand up in the presence of God? Wherever you are sitting, I'll request you to please stand up. And please have a search of your heart. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Be patient, strengthen your hearts, <clears throat> for the coming of the Lord is near. God wants you to be a mover, not a mocker. God wants you to be like Abraham, not like the rebellious Israelites. God wants you to be a man who stays in the Lord. Therefore, do not fret because of evil to us. Hallelujah. I would like you to pray with me. Devam namoda samsarikkana vachanangale etteduthukonde indrachikkara namukkonu prarthikkana. Jesus said I am coming. Hallelujah. We are not of those who shrink back to destruction. If you shrink back you will be destroyed. But if by faith if you persevere you will be a conqueror. You will inherit your promises. Hallelujah. Today I am going to come against every spirit of darkness. Every principality that is there around in the world to discourage the people, to make the children of God be impatient, to lose their self-control, to lose their faith. But today we are going to come against every such work of evil one. We are going to break its power. Many shackles are going to be broken today. Many bondages are going to be broken today. Children of God are going to be set free in the freedom of God today. Hallelujah. 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 
mighty presence of God is going to be revealed, released into the hearts of your people today. Hallelujah. Because you are called to be a, to a ministry. Nina dayvar sushushe kete bolichi ke sahodra. Chela dena parichal kwan. Chela dena naduwan. Hallelujah. Chela kwani prachik kwan. Chela dena karapani chuyat kwan. channel of his love hallelujah hallelujah oh hallelujah i would request everybody to release themselves god is going to work for you my brothers hallelujah if you have a loose tongue today god is going to heal you if you have a very frustrating mind god is going to heal you if you are a person who get very easily fretting losing your patience god is going to heal you if you lost your focus god is going to bring you back today if you feel very impatient for the work of the lord god is going to and uh, deal with you today and lift you up today and he's going to console you today if you're very broken and heavy laden god is going to bring you <clears throat> to his peace and solace hallelujah as i'm going to pray please join with me in prayer father god we come to your presence today thank you for the word thank you for the, your presence in our midst lord i pray for all those who have prayed a silent prayer or a loud prayer in their place master i pray every work of the evil one against the life of the children of god who hear me today i break it in the name of jesus christ jesus you are at our door we open the door of our heart and we invite you to come inside of us Lord Jesus we pray you will take us to be a victor you will take us to conquer the land the promises that you have already kept for us lord we are going to be mourners we are not going to be mockers we are going to be like abraham we are not going to be like israelites lord we are the people who will live in the land and feed on to your faithfulness thank you lord for releasing your children in jesus matches name we pray amen amen
എന്റെ യഹോവേ നീയൊഴികെ എനിക്കൊരു നന്മയുമില്ല ഭൂമിയിലുള്ള വിശുദ്ധന്മാരോ അവരെനിക്കും ശ്രേഷ്ഠന്മാർ തന്നെ ഭൂമിയിലുള്ള വിശുദ്ധന്മാരോ അവരെനിക്കും ശ്രേഷ്ഠന്മാർ തന്നെ ശക്തിയും ബലവും ശക്തിയും ബലവും 